Hey, what up, guys? I'm Tom, and uh, checking out episode 47 of the Flowcast. Hanging out here with uh, Hardy here at the Flow Place after hours. Wow, we're yeah, we're at the Flow Place after hours. Yeah, 47 episodes, huh? Yeah, 47, man. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's actually it's kind of cool what this podcast started to because when I first started doing it, um, really one of my main things was like uh, I needed help, and there were some, you know. There were some people in avenues and stuff that I got help from, uh, but I kind of was like, listen, there should be at least somebody who's kind of going through the process, learning as he goes, um, doesn't necessarily know everything, and just kind of, you know, as he's learning and sharing it, uh, let me put that out there and kind of like give it to people so that they have some access to it, maybe help some people out. Uh, and I think, I don't know, I think it has. I've definitely gotten some emails from people thanking me. Um, and it's, I don't know, if you listen to like early on episodes, I definitely say some things that now I'd go back and be like, no, no, don't do, don't do, don't do that. That's bad. But uh, I'm happy I said them because it shows everybody that you know people make mistakes and you kind of like learn as you go, and that's part of the process. And uh, especially in like a kind an industry like this, that's kind of up and coming, and there's not a, a definitive do this, don't do this type thing. And even when there is in some places, it differs state to state, and you know. Um, so yeah, that's it's, it's kind of cool what it has turned into because now it's you and I hanging out talking about people that come in here and, and love their floats and you get them in here and they sit and talk and you know it's great. Yeah, we we get a lot of great stories in here. I love coming here. I was telling you before. Remember when I came back? Yeah. I went to this uh, meditation I usually go to every Monday, and I never usually come back. And we had some stuff to do, and I was looking so forward to just speaking to one of our clients. And just hanging out, you know, and it was great when I got back. I had a great conversation with the person in the back. Then Justin came out, and, yeah. and this uh, one of our clients, Justin, six months, he's going on, he's Bass. going on a trip, like for six months. He had to like stop his membership. That's how he was like, you know, I gotta stop my membership. I'm going to the West Coast, starting from the border of Mexico, and I'm backpacking it all the way up to Washington. Is he going in Mexico? I didn't ask him. No, I, I asked him that. That was what I was like. No, he's like going to start right there, like right in front of the tolls or the border. I didn't I didn't get a chance to ask that, but he started right in that borderline of Mexico inside of the U.S. Because I asked him if he's going to be in Mexico. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, and he's yeah. gonna and he's gonna backpack all the way to Washington. So when he's telling me this, I thought he's gonna like live at different people's places and just see where his life takes no, him. He's you know? truly backpacking. Yeah, like he's going on a trail. So they have this trail. So through the woods and stuff. And he's like, I'm living off everything in my backpack yeah. for six months. And I'm like, wait a second, you're not going to have float tanks with you? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man. It's one of the, he made a list of five things he's going to miss the most. And, it went, and floating was one of them. Oh, yeah, floating made the list. Yeah. So six months, he's going to, he's going to get like, he's going to camp every day by himself that's, that's in awesome. nature, man. And he's like, the nature's calling him. He wants like a reset. And, you know, I wonder if we, you know, floating inspired him. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, I, I always said I wanted to do it, and I never did it. And now, you know, maybe I will at some point down the road, but it's not going to be anytime soon. It's open a float center. It's already happened, my friend. <laughs> it's, uh, I always said I wanted to, like, fly to California. It's, it's a little bit it, – it's a lot different than what he's doing. Um, but I wanted to fly to California from Long Island, rent a car, and just drive it back. Drive across country, check out various things, and just kind of, like, stop and make pit stops and that kind of thing. And I was like, if I'm if I'm ever gonna do it, I got to do it now when I'm young and I don't have, listen, you know, if I'm not married and have a kid, that kind of thing. And 
I think just as of recent, you know better than anybody that anything's possible and we can have everything we want. So now you said it on the air. It's one of your wish list things, dude. We were just doing this exercise. So now you got to do it. There's nothing wrong with it. Make it happen. Yeah, no, it'll happen. It'll happen. Probably not for a little bit, though. You know, like, you just... You just were so persistent with getting this car of yours, you know, and, and you finally got it, and like that—that's just like, uh, yeah. We uh, Hardy and I recorded a podcast like two or three weeks ago, and uh, it, I I don't know what happened. It got deleted. It somehow didn't save, or it's, it's lost on my computer somewhere. And you know, I've done a couple podcasts, like two different ones. I've done like over a hundred episodes. Never happened to me before, and the thing is just ghost it's gone don't, don't know where it is it went into nothingness it did it's it's gone it went, it went it's floating somewhere it's floating <laughs> somewhere in the abyss yeah but uh hardy and i kind of got into it a little bit on that podcast but recently i got a car i always wanted and uh it was like a lifelong dream type thing since you were like, playing video games right yeah yeah i first saw the car when i first played gran turismo when i was in like eighth grade ninth grade that. Yeah, it was a little race car game on PlayStation. The it original like PlayStation. It was a very popular game, it seems. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people got into it and fell in love with the Nissan Skyline like I did. So I saved up my shekels and uh, finally got one. <laughs> but it was such a pain in the ass to get. Yeah. It, it, and, uh, this is like, uh, you should like, you know, write a book and about how you finally got your Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> it could definitely be a, a big chapter in any sort of book. But uh, pretty much the car is, they never made it. For America, they only made it in Japan and like a couple other countries overseas. Um, it's right-hand drive, so the steering wheel's on the right-hand side of the car. Uh, their car, once the car turns 25 years old, you can import it into the country legally, and you don't have to, you know, it can be right-hand drive and all that other stuff. Um, it doesn't have to pass emissions. So the car finally turned 25 years old. Now a lot of people in the country or here in the U.S. are starting to import them, and uh, there's a couple companies that do it. And they charge an arm and a leg. They charge like $30,000 for a car that was $31,000 when it was brand new 25 years ago. It's crazy. Uh, so I kind of thought there had to be a better way to do it. And there is. And I went through Canada. I found a place that does it in Canada. And uh, I imported the car through there. And the company didn't really want to help me at first when I, when I spoke to them. They were very like, yeah, you're in the U.S., we don't deal with Americans because we don't know we don't know your laws. We don't want to get to know your laws. You're on your own. You know, sorry. Um, that was the first place I called. The second place I called said the same thing. But I was ready <laughs> when he said that. I said, "All right, well, how about this? How about you get the car to the border, and I'll get it here in the states, and I'll take care of the rest." And at that point, you were thinking you were going to drive all the way to Canada. To oh yeah, at that point, I had it in my head. I was going to get in a. I was going to take a plane to Buffalo. <laughs> I was going to take a plane to Buffalo and then uh, rent the truck in Buffalo, drive over the border, get the car, and then flatbed it back. That was my plan. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go to Canada in January, no problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's crazy. Ah. That was like my first thought. Like, oh my God, I want to. I hate the cold. I'm such a very. When it comes to the cold, I'm bad. Yeah, I am too, and I'm still Canadian, and. Oh, that's right. That's right. I should have sent you as my rep. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that. Didn't end up panning out as far as me driving up there and driving it back. So I had it shipped and the car got shipped here finally. I bought the car in actually July, but it's been sitting in Canada until January because it had to be 25 years old to the month. Like, I remember when you told me, I'm like, wait, you're, you're going to 
pay for this car now and you own it, but you have to still bring it over and you got to wait six months to even do yeah. that part. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then uh, I finally got it like January 15th. The flatbed trailer dropped it off, which was great. It didn't have the paperwork that I needed, so I had to wait for the paperwork to come. About a month later, some paperwork came, but not what I needed. So, so you finally got this freaking car that you've been <laughs> dreaming about since you were a little kid, right? This this story is just every time it's like now you like really put it in perspective. It's like he loved this car. This video game was his favorite game, and, and then he became a car guy. So you know this is his dream car, and he finally finally gets it, and now he has to look at it in his driveway. So you had to look at it in your driveway, and, and then you you couldn't. Something happened where you you were like, oh man, again like so, like another hurdle. Yeah, when I went to major Dan, hurdle. Yeah, pretty much. I didn't know this, but Canada doesn't have registrations, or excuse me, doesn't have titles like we do. Like uh, you know, I, I, I and that's here in New York. I, I learned that some states don't even have titles, but here in New York, if I buy a car from you, you sign the back of the title, you give it to me. I go to DMV and they give me a new title because like you sign the other one and that's it. Canada, uh, they just signed the back of the registration they have like for their car, and that's it. That's your proof of ownership. Some places in Canada don't even require that. They just require a bill of sale. So it's like you could just forge a bill of sale and say that you own a car, and you know they'll give you a title for it. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the place I bought the car from is one of those places. It doesn't require a uh, registration transfer. So I never got what I needed to from the guy I bought the car from. Uh, DMV. I went to three different DMVs. They all told me the same thing, which is we're not signing off on this because we don't know you didn't steal the car. And I said, but the car's already here. It's in the States. They all said, yeah, but we don't know you didn't steal it. I'm like, but it got across the border. Like, U.S. Customs approved it. Like, I got the stamp. They didn't care. <laughs> it's the DMV, man. You tried three different places, man? Like, what are you, like, hoping to get somebody lucky and to be like, all right. I was hoping to get somebody in a good mood. I think somebody I would, just got out of a float tank yeah. would have been like, absolutely. Where do I sign? Why didn't you give him one of your? Take me for a ride? Why didn't you give him one of your brochures? Ah, uh, it was. You know what? That's what I should have done. Here, read this. I'll be back tomorrow. We can talk about this again. I know. <laughs> S- slip him a little gift card underneath. Yeah. Like, yo, guaranteed. You should have. You should have made them I all come close. The wheels, they man. They would have definitely came back, and you would have changed your lives. I wasn't thinking. You should have got him salty, my man. <laughs> I like that. I should have. But uh, yeah, so I actually ended up having to, on paper, sell the car back to the guy I bought it from in Canada, who registered it for one day, took it off the road, and then sent me the appropriate paperwork, and then went back to DMV. They were like, all right, no problem, come on in. And then that's it. They're finally six, probably like five or six weeks after getting the car and looking at it, eight months after actually buying it, I finally got to drive it. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's kind of cool sitting in this car. It's a little different. It's like going in that float the first time. You, you think you think you know what you're expecting, but it could be totally different. You know? Yeah. And that's what it was because in his car, he gets to steer him on the other side. He's like, you know, and it's legal. Yeah. And, and it's just really weird sitting in the passenger seat, you know, and just looking out. It's like I, I just put my hands out and I was like pretending I had a steering wheel where people are looking at me and then they're like, wait a second, he has no steering wheel in his hand. I'm like, ha, ah, just kidding. He does. And it just really bugs them out. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like driving a little mail truck. It's the only thing I could compare it to. Yeah. Not that I've ever driven a mail truck, but I imagine that's what it would be like. Oh, man. But yeah, that was a, it was a journey, man. But I finally, I'm happy I got it. I got it. Like I said, it was like a, it was a goal, you know, for a long time. I wanted one. That's what I'm saying. 2016's a... Uh... It's gonna be a better year. Yeah, hell yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of changes going on in my life. This podcast is weird because it's not really gonna be. Uh, that's, 
I don't know where it's going to go, but like, uh, you know, when we talk just about floating and that whole stuff, and we're kind of trailing off. Lately, you know, last one we did too with Kerry was, was kind of like that as well. Yeah. We started talking about juicing a lot, which I started doing, by the way. We'll talk about that at some other time. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, so, started to get on the kick, Kerry. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when we were on um, our last podcast when it was just me and you. Was... Yeah. We got into the big, uh, the big D word in my life, which came in, which is a little surprise. Divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, things did not work out with me and the wife, and uh, we're splitting up. It stinks because um, <clears throat> got to sell the house. I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about it. Obviously, the worst thing is that we, my poor son has to deal with this going forward. Um, but another thing that sucks business-wise, as far as the floating goes, is that I have to sell the house. And it sucks because you and I always had this dream of, all right, the, the basement where we started the float place It'll be like our lab, like when we want to work on a tank or if we have new ideas for this or that or if we want to try listen, out. Listen, you know, this is great because this is this is Tom's dream and this is where Tom's going to work because I'm not building no tank. I was going to help him design it and I was definitely going to go float in it. I definitely critique. <laughs> you know, and definitely going to keep floating in it. I'm like, no, I have to float in it. Um, yeah, but, but that's yeah. it, man. It's over now. It stinks. Nothing's over. It's well, just that, delayed. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Yeah, so that uh, that was definitely a big, a big bomb that kind of dropped, and uh, I'm yeah. trying to, and I think I'm doing an alright job at it, uh, taking it and using it as like a, you know, a trampoline, not like a speed bump. You know, I'm, I'm moving forward with things and trying to so, be coming out of it a better person, not like bitter. And, yeah, know. no, um, I'm your partner. I, I've seen you go through this whole thing, and it happened to you right with. Like it happened right before Christmas. Yeah, three days before Christmas. I was, and you know, I was like in, in in other float centers, knows that's a busy time usually. Huh. You know, so we were really busy at the same uh, at the time, and uh, he was dealing with this, and, and he just like, you know, he calls me and tells me, and I'm like, wow. And he was, you know, beat up for you were beat up for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and, first and, uh, first first two weeks I'd say were real real tough. Not that the other ones weren't, but it, it got a little. Easier, I guess, for, you know, I don't know what the word to use. That's not the right word. A little less difficult. Started to, yeah. You know, started to understand it more, I guess. Life was difficult. It's, it was settling in and you just, it's hard to control your emotions at that point. They just take over. It's just, you can't really do much about it. Yeah. But you did, did find something, actually. There's a silver lining in, in everything. There's a... He finally got blue over because I don't even know if we told him because that was the podcast me and you did. Oh yeah. So we finally got his original tank in That's the center. Right. Blue is in the house. And Tom was going. Blue is to... only mere feet away, by the way. It's about six feet away. What's yeah. up, Blue? Yeah, Blue's right there. <laughs> and it was uh, it was probably what helped him through the whole thing. And like the honest truth, we're not just saying this because it's like it's a podcast about floating. So we're, but he had Blue finally moved in, and he hadn't even really floated during this whole divorce for like three weeks. Yeah. And he I kind of put in... a ban on myself. I wasn't floating until Blue was done. Yeah, and it was like during the worst time of his life, you know, like to this present moment, right? It would, you would say it was probably like harsh. harsh yeah, moment. it was up there. It... Yeah, because just thinking about uh, just my kid. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's you kind of what, me, like, that's what I, uh, that's what you were broken about. 
sucks. But you know what? You 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 went in blue. You did some other things that are right, and you came out on a mission to make your life better. Yeah. And that's it. And you're like everything could just you know just turn. You could turn anything and everything around. And <laughs> and your life starts almost everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marriage. Yeah. Not turning that around. Well, you could look at it like it was meant to be. And now you can move on and be, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I kind of realized I got to put the, it, it's not about me. It was about, it's not about her, most certainly. It's just about him, about the kid, and just focusing on the kid and just being the best parent and being the best role model and still, you know, raising the best, happiest kid I can, you know. That's what it's about, That's what man. what it needs. The world. You still could give that to him. Oh, you yeah. Will. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what's going to happen, man. Yeah, for sure, man. It's, uh, but yeah, it's. I'd say it's definitely one of the harder, hardest times. Yeah, I would say so. But mostly because I just kept thinking about like the future and like I don't know. Not not even when he's like old, old. Like you know, I. I but just I don't know. you were just thinking about the near future with holidays and stuff like. Yeah, like just how it's gonna be for the kid. Like he's not. It's once he understands. I, I, I and I, I seen your kid around you guys like kicking and screaming every time before he goes to the babysitter. He's yeah, like, he never wants to leave you guys and like, and and yeah, yeah and, it's such a strong bond. I see him every day until like twelve one o'clock every day except Sunday. I don't I actually don't see him at all on Sundays because I'm here all day long. Not that I'm complaining, but I see him every other day and I'm with him Friday night. We have a moving night every night. Nah, man, you guys awesome. are doing it up, man. Yeah, you're finding Since the I, time to keep your, you know, but like that's what I'm saying. Like you could have sat there miserable, and then you wouldn't even have enjoyed your time with him. Now you've just looked at everything as a stepping stone to make you a stronger person. Yeah, and unbelievable. Like I've been watching his like transformation. It's like everybody sits there and thinks divorce. Like you'd figure it's he'd be a mess and be the opposite right now because it'd be kind of catching. Like you know, it's months two into it only, like two months just finished. This is like you know probably the time when it gets even much more rough. And he's actually been the opposite, you know. He, he, just in all aspects of his life, he's just a happier human being. You know, he, he he's living a great life right now. He's inspiring people. He's an amazing father, and you you are already doing great, but you're doing even better. Yeah, man. I, I, thank you. I appreciate it, man. You know, I, like I, you I, know I it. the next year with that. But just look, gotta step it up. Yeah, and you're doing that, and you're you're doing more here than you ever did, and you're just more efficient and just. And, been enjoying it here yeah you've been, no, actually, you've been actually enjoying your life yeah well, yeah i definitely not that i wasn't enjoying it before but uh no i definitely am i'm looking at i'm looking for and i'm seeing you know the good and everything and the enjoyment and everything and that you know most of the things that people get pissed things that piss people off and get people upset like at the end of the day you don't you don't even don't let it, it doesn't matter you, yeah, it no. really doesn't matter like you end up being you end up not remember, remembering even why you were pissed off, but just that you were pissed off. And it's like, well, that's obviously it wasn't that important if you don't remember why you were that angry. No. You know? But the whole reason we got into this topic was it was blue. It was blue. Blue. He blue saved blue. my life. Blue just changed me. He came out uh, of this the first float after blue, and you were just a different person. Like, you, you needed that float, and you realize how important floating is to your life. You know? Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of it too. You're right. I think a lot of it too, though, was um, kind of like these sense of accomplishment. You know, and I, I kind of didn't really realize it at the time, but I definitely kind of thought about it afterwards. Like, 
you know, think about where I was, where I was a year ago. You know, we moved here in April, like a year ago. I just had one tank in my basement, and it was just me. And I had, you know, fifteen or twenty people a week or whatever it was. And I had, I was worried about my kid upstairs running around like a nut. I was worried about trying to be inside and, and you know, talk to people and not piss off my neighbors and, you know. And uh, now we're here, and <laughs> it's like, yeah, that same tank, that that same thing that actually started it off, and like now it's here. We successfully made the move of bringing that thing here, and and, make- and that shit was a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, mind my uh, part of my language nah, out nah, there. She free. knows it. She knows. It. We're not talking about you personally, Blue. We're just talking about the process. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah Blue, Blue. Uh, trying to bring her in here and tooth and nail, bro. It, and, but, it liked my house. That's what it was. Yeah, and it's it's like uh, it's, oh. <laughs> but look how full circle it comes. And Blue came down and it, it helped you out, man. You saved yeah. his life from not being in a home that doesn't being you know when he first got it wasn't being even used. Yeah, you cleaned it up sitting, nice yeah. and waxed it and took care of it, and now now we brought it over here and had to do you back, man. Yeah, man. Blue saved my life. Yeah, Blue. Uh, Blue looks pretty damn good for being 35 years old, I gotta say. When you wax that thing up, she's got a nice shine. I, I don't know. I think I look pretty go, pretty good for a 36-year-old. <laughs> it's just true. It's just true. Let's, uh, let's wax you up, see if you shine just like Blue does. Yeah. Blue's <laughs> like right in between our age. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's a big change that's happening. Aside from the fact of obviously getting divorced, or hopefully we're going to have some sort of split custody thing where we split time with him. Um, I'll still see him a lot. Um, selling the house, so I'm moving into like a smaller place, an apartment, a two bedroom apartment for me and the kid. And, uh, and I'm also leaving the bar after I've been bartending since 2000, year 2000. I had a little hiatus for maybe about a year, but I've been bartending straight from the year 2000 until now. And what about your other job? You haven't told them that yet either. Oh, yeah, my other, other job that How happened a month that? ago. Jeez, man. Gotta get you guys up to date. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, man. All right, yeah, we'll start there. The other, other job, Blimpy, the hellhole that started it all, is done. Finally sold. Goodbye. See you later. Um, so I'll never have to go back in that place again. Although I might because I kind of miss the sandwiches. Sorry. I just, I do love me Blimpy sub. But, uh, yeah, so that, that was a huge thing. And that was just because I was only there one day a week now, a couple hours, like not even a ton of time. But it got to the point just... I was done with that point in my life. Like, I, I felt like it was... Draining you, not, man. Not, like, holding me back. Yeah, kind of, like, draining me. Kind of just, like... You weren't happy being there. Yeah, I thought I was done with this. Like, why am I still here? You know? But uh, it was funny. I found whenever I was in a mood like that, and, like, didn't really, really want to be there, was when I would have the worst days. If I would just go in there and be like, all right, let's just bang this out a couple of hours, do what you got to do and get out of here. That's when the days were like, all right, that wasn't that bad. It's weird how that worked out. But, uh, so that's done. And, uh, yeah, I'm getting out of the bar. I success, you know, successfully went from, when I first started there, I was at four shifts. And then I cut it down to three. Now I'm at two. And uh, I've just walked away entirely. Next Saturday is my last day. After 15 years behind the bar, I'm out. No more. And I'm doing it for the best reason, which is to be my own boss. I mean, that's, that's a goddamn victory right there. Hell yeah, man. You know, I mean, it's uh, I feel really good about it. it. It's kind of sim- similar to what I could be saying. It's like, instead of getting people messed up behind, you know, of drinks, 
Yep. Now you can be helping people do absolutely nothing. Yep. Yeah, it's such a, it's such an opposite. I, I was doing the same thing, and you. It's yeah. such a different extreme. Yeah, it's pretty. It's definitely wild that you and I worked in the same industry, but not at all doing the same thing. Which like, one are you talking about, Subway and Blimpy? Or that's you, right. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Two of them. Or, or, or are you talking about uh, club promoter and bartender? Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, you would. You know, I would rely on you to to get to get people in. Yeah, man. You know. That's my job here, man. It's true. Same, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, man. Yeah. So uh, that's. I think it's it's a little bittersweet, though. I can't lie. Even last week, when I was at work, like I'd say, like three quarters of me is like, I'm done with this. I can't wait to be done. I'm out of here. No more. A lot of for the same reasons, I was happy to be done with Blimpy, just because like I'm I'm done with that point in my life and I'm ready to go forward. But still, part of me is like, yeah, but it's still a pretty cool job. I get to hang out, talk to all these people. Have a drink if I want, which I haven't been. I haven't had a drink in like three weeks, three and a half weeks. Yeah. Um. Actually, I'm lying. I had a glass of wine not too long ago. Three quarters of a glass. Sorry. It's still, it's still good, man. Yeah. Still a very big accomplishment. Yeah. But um, I'm happy to be done. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to be here. And that's great. This, I'm really looking forward this, to it. This is something you dreamed of. Yeah, you know, you manifest it. Yeah, and and work my ass off. <laughs> we, well, you know, and no, since you've been here, you've been working your ass off too. Yeah, I know. It's not like um, it's just been me. But it, it, you know, it it's it stopped becoming work at some point when you start like living it and just enjoying it. Yeah. We're here right now doing this podcast at one thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's one thirty one. The clock just turned. And I, yeah, I got, uh, I was here yesterday for 15 hours or so. Yeah, yeah we do uh, on, on Saturday, on, two hours. on Saturday yeah. and Sunday, me and Tom both, on, we're by ourselves at three tanks, like in float rooms, and we're doing from nine, we're here 9 a.m. until midnight on yeah. our weekends. I'm here on Saturday, he's on a Sunday. Yeah. And one weekend, besides the bar, he did like 36 hours between the bar and this place because he had to cover me and then I had to cover him one weekend. The following weekend, I did the same thing. Yeah. So we did like 35, 36 hours from a Saturday to a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? I honestly, yeah, I was tired at some point, but I was freaking loving it. And it went by fast. It's not like it dragged, which is, uh, I don't know, it's interesting. You would think in a business where a lot of time, like you're you're by yourself, um, time would drag, but really... You're not by yourself that much because we have so many people that hang out and talk for so and, long. Know, it's right to the next person. Our just... job is hanging out with floaters after they floated. Like the first time floaters, when they come out of their float for the first time and you see their face and they're just like, you're just like, so how was it? And yeah. they're just like, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, or you can just see like they're still processing and then it was just like, my, like I'm so relaxed. Yeah. But yep. it's just, and it's just fun to talk to each and every single individual. Like, this is not work. This is living. I enjoy doing it. Yeah, I got a little tired just being for being up and being in the same scenery, I guess. But each person's a different story. And everybody's happy. In the world of floating, it's such a happy environment. Yeah, it is, man. Everybody that comes out feels good. Never have somebody that comes out of a float tank pissed off. No, it's like, <laughs> you never. It's I like, really don't think it's ever happened. Yeah, it's, I think it's impossible. Yeah, it really is impossible. So thank you for everybody out there that continuously floats. 
Yeah. You know, I, I'm glad I Everywhere. found this. Wherever you float. Good for you. Yeah. You have people listening Honestly. from like Australia and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tons of people. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that is one of the cool things that I, you know, I was kind of hoping would happen with the podcast, but I didn't know if it was going to happen as far as like, are other centers really going to check this out? Do people want to hear what, you know, I don't know. I'm happy it worked out, obviously. <laughs> podcast rules. I love doing this. Yeah. I wish we could do more of it. And I'm not going to apologize again because I always do. Did you say that same line. I know. I know. I'm not going to. Just, just, <laughs> just, 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 just no, sorry. Just no. All right. Try to do them. <laughs> I think it's it's time to go now, man. No way. Is this? Cutting it down already? Yeah, it's it's 133. Oh, man. All right. Well, I hope you know it. I was ready to keep going here. I got tons of stuff to talk about. Which is strange because he's the one who's like knocked out by like 1230. Yeah. Gets out of that shift. He's like passed out. You know what I've been doing? I, I don't know. I want to talk about one thing. Um, You've got me on the kick of uh, essential oils. And using yeah. them like, you know? So one thing I started doing, and I don't know if you do this or if I'm the only one that does this. When I'm in the shower, I actually take my shower loofah and I'll put, I'll put a little soap on it, whatever soap I'm going to use. Um, and I'll put like a couple drops of essential oil like right on the Which loofah. One? I put like two drops of lavender. Okay. And then I'm going to put a couple drops of that stuff that you just brought me in. The Frank. What is, what is it? Frankincense? Yeah. No, you'd rather just put that on your hand, rub it. Yeah. Inhale it. Trust me. That's that's some power of stuff. That's pretty expensive too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'll go, I'll go easy on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's, yeah. It's, um, but yeah, do it like that. But, but lavender. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Ah. Uh, I, this is actually funny, but yeah, no, I do it with the lavender, um, and dude, I, I think I smell damn awesome. Like the, that lavender and, oil it smells so amazing. Like it's yeah, like I know guys out there listening to us like oh, these, what the hell is uh, these guys are turning into pansies? Yo, no, we're not. We're not. Awesome. We're, we're not rubbing <laughs> oil on each other, man. This is some like concentrated oil that has a lot of health benefits. Also, like lavender just makes you so calm and makes you feel so good. It just makes you happy. And I've gotten compliments from chicks. And I never get compliments from chicks on how I on me smelling good. Not saying that I smell bad, but you know, I don't smell good enough for them to comment on it. And I've gotten a couple of them. I'll take maybe, it. Maybe, maybe that's why your wife left you. Oh wait, was that too soon? No, nah, no, nah, I'll take it. That's all right. I'll take it. <laughs> Bunch of jobs all the time, buddy. That's fine. But uh, it's, it, you didn't she, have the you know, lavender. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say that. She actually was like, uh, I came out of the shower one day. She's like, what do you, what, what do you smell like? I'm like, oh, I, I put some lavender on. I didn't go through the whole thing. I just said I put some lavender on. She goes, I think you smell like a girl. I'm like, I think I smell good. And that's it. I just fucking left. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to curse. I just left, but uh, you know what? I that almost makes me want to like put more of it on. I wanted to go back inside. And, like, all right, it's getting it. a little late. You're telling me a little bit too much on this podcast. Ah, um, boy, always bailing. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little too much about this lavender. Where you want to put it, or what you want to put it on, and just don't want to hear about it anymore. All right, I, I do have to tell you one more thing. That if you, I know that you talk about traveling a lot, and you have to go away. Um, you're not going to get into where you're going because. Hard, hard is going on some voyages, people. And yeah. uh, but whenever you are where you're going, I need you to to go on flotationlocations.com because they are the float tank industry's way to find a float tank. Uh, they have an interactive map on there that you can put in your zip code and find a float tank wherever you know wherever you are. Or find one nearby. You can put it in your city and state or find one nearby. Um, and a lot of the float centers are signed up with a new program called Float Saver. Which, if they're signed up, um, somebody that's on 
uh, flotation locations looking for a place. I could find a place and be like, oh, wow, let me check out this place. Oh, they, I can float for less. Um, use clicking this special, and they can actually buy their float right then and there through flotation locations, um, and which is good because rather than them, like you've been on websites before, you're like, oh, I'm going to buy that, and then you get distracted and you forget about it. If they're on flotation locations, they could buy it right there. Bam, they buy it, and you know this person is going to come in a float. So if you're a tank manufacturer or a float center or, or just somebody looking to float, uh, go on flotationlocations.com and explore their website because they have everything you need to know about floating as far as getting in a tank. So yeah, that's no. what they need you to do. Oh, man. That was a good read, right? I just went right into that. Bam. Yeah, you went right into that. I was like, all right. I fooled everybody, that? too. They got halfway you, through you like, oh, man, it. is it a commercial? That's right. <laughs> got y'all. Yeah, but it's funny because wherever <laughs> I go, every single place I've been to, mm-hmm. I've always found a float center. Like yep. every city, I'm like, I'm good. It's it's just, it's like, and every float center owner out there knows when they're going to a different area, they're going to visit the local float float center. Yeah. You, no matter what, there's not anybody saying they're not. Like, hey, I'm going to find the time. I'm going to make an appointment. Because you're going to check each other out and everybody's freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah, and don't be doing some spy stuff. You're like, oh, my name's Joe. I Meanwhile, not Joe. <laughs> you try to open up a float center or you have a float center, whatever it is. Talk. You know, it's, it's Ask questions and say who you are and say what your intentions are because I'm guaranteeing you whoever it is they'll probably help you. Yeah, you know, they probably will. So don't you know? Don't be, don't walk into a place thinking you have to hide what you're doing. You know, talk to people about it because, like I said, they'll help you. So yeah, and flotationlocations.com. Check it out. Definitely. All right, y'all. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Next time we'll probably actually talk about some floating. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, party? Is there any parting words? No, just thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Stay salty. Thanks. <laughs>